Hey everyone, it's Sarah here, and welcome to the Serotonin Podcast. So today I wanted to share a few thoughts and reflections I've had of looking back over the past few years and just how so much has changed, but also how I feel I've really grown into myself as a person and us collectively as a family and really stepping into what I believe is my purpose and calling. So diving in it today with you all, and this isn't going to be an all about me episode, but more so my hope is to just take what I've learned and share it with you to maybe help you find yourself again. And as cliche as it sounds, I promise it's not. And I hope this helps you and gives you that extra boost of confidence, direction, and encouragement. So let's get started. I often found myself tussling with these thoughts of wanting to be grateful and content where I was in my life, but I knew deep down that there was something more. And not in this selfish, prideful way, but more so, I just knew God had an incredible plan for me in my life and my purpose. But what exactly that was, I couldn't tell you. And I felt I was experiencing an identity stall. And I don't really want to say like identity crisis because I truly wouldn't call it a crisis because I knew deep down who I was, but I couldn't pinpoint the direction that God was calling me to. And now I'm not saying that I'm someone super special or that I'm this shining star or anything. I believe God has a plan for each of us, an incredible plan. And I also believe He puts certain things on your heart for a reason. And there's a reason you are who you are with these gifts and talents and qualities. And when you lean into those things and use them to to help inspire and teach and share with those around you, that is when you found your purpose and your calling. I also believe that this will be an ever-evolving thing that you will hone in and continue to refine through your life. Maybe along your journey, it will shift directions, but the core will still remain the same. So where do you even start? If you're anything like me, my very young adult years were full of studying and working, graduating, and then working the job that I worked so hard to get, and then marriage and becoming a mom. And maybe your timeline doesn't look exactly like this, or you're in the middle of a very similar timeline. But the underlying theme is that my life was so full of things that required my constant attention and energy. And it was full of wonderful things. But what I'm getting at is that there was very little free time. And my time was mapped out for me. It was very regimented. And I maybe had an hour to spare at the end of the day left to dream, think, and wonder. And it wasn't until recently when our youngest was born that I found myself realizing that I had so many dreams inside of me that were just daring me and begging me to be like to be lived out. And I don't know why it sprung on me in the midst of becoming a mom of two and being very sleep deprived, but I think I saw our beautiful children and this amazing life and I wanted to be an example for them to start keeping the promises that I was telling myself and to start believing that dreams are possible. Now, excuse me while I uh, get off my soapbox here. I'm just going to step down. (laughs) 
This is something I can talk about for hours, but for you, my listeners today, I know that sometimes when we reach the other side of the hustle, when we reach the other side and get a breath of fresh air and free time starts gracing us with its presence again, we don't remember what we even enjoy doing anymore. We can struggle with filling that time with something fulfilling or even know what to do with ourselves. If this is you, keep listening. And if this isn't you, keep listening. <laughs> so what do we do? How do you find, how do we find ourselves again? Well, there's two things. One, if you have dreams that you keep telling yourself, oh, someday I would love to write a book or travel the world or get in shape and run that marathon, or oh, I would someday would love to start my own business or move to the country and live off the grid, whatever it is, just do the thing. Turn that someday, that one day into today. I can wholeheartedly say, just do the thing. Go for it. What is stopping you? And if it's because you're thinking about what other people will think about you or think about what you're thinking about doing, just don't even give that a second thought because we're talking about your dream and your life and God has a purpose for you and it's unique and it's beautiful and you can't live out that purpose. You can't live out that dream when you're living someone else's life. And I'm not sitting here telling you to go for it and be your cheerleader without any experience on my own because I'm in the middle of pursuing those dreams and I feel like you'll always be pursuing those dreams. But here I am, I'm a mom of two who decided working in the medical field wasn't my only be-all and end-all. It was a bounce board to show me what I'm capable of and give me a little glimpse into what my gifts were. And I started keeping those promises of getting back into shape and pushing myself physically, which I'm so proud of, and taking those life coaching classes that really pushed me out of my comfort zone, but into a new world that felt familiar and right, running towards the dreams of doing this podcast, of dreaming big and at least trying and not being afraid to go for it and taking the pressure off of that it had to be perfect or like work or get it on the first try. Because the truth is we don't learn from success straight off the bat. We learn from trying and failing and we use those lessons to learn how to succeed and excel. Now, if you're not this first scenario of having these big goals and ambitions, and I'm not telling you that you need to have big goals and ambitions, I think they're wonderful, but if you're just in the situation that I just don't know what I enjoy doing anymore, or everything I do, like I don't do anything that feels like me, or you're simply don't have any hobbies and you ask you don't have any hobbies. And the one question I would ask you is, what did you enjoy doing when you were little? What brought you such joy when life was clearer and simpler that you had the confidence to do it with all that was inside you? Was it dancing or singing, painting? Maybe you enjoyed playing music or simply running so fast that you thought your feet stopped touching the ground. 
And I believe you still have that confidence inside you. I just feel as we grow up, it tends to get a little snuffed or dimmed. And bringing that confidence back, bringing back the things that made you feel alive. And it doesn't have to be grand or consume your life. Even five minutes every day can make the world a difference. And who knows, maybe it will spark and ignite a whole new avenue of life for you. Or if anything, bring that joy and fulfillment back into your life. And who knows, maybe you'll go on to make a big ripple in the pond of the world and we will all be inspired by you. And I can't wait for you to experience living out your wildest dreams. Also, somewhere along the way, you are going to try to avoid the thing that you know you're really meant to do. Because this is talking from experience. That's what I've done. And you're going to try to convince yourself that this other thing will be just as fulfilling because it's in your interest and it's maybe one of your hobbies. But I'm going to save you a step and tell you, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that with your time and energy. Put that time and energy and excitement to run full force. Even if your full force is a fast walk, keep going towards your purpose that God has for you. Well, I hope this helped you today. I hope that you found value in it, and I hope it made you smile.